What is up, Dolph fans, and welcome to the Finn Sports Football Podcast. My name is Anthony. If this is your first time here on the podcast, welcome. Glad to have you. If it's not your first time, welcome back. And today, we are going to be doing an in-depth breakdown of the Dolphins' Week 8 matchup, playing against the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Now, I just want to say ahead of time, before we get into the nitty-gritty with everything in this video or this podcast, I think the Dolphins are going to win this game. I I have full confidence. I'm super excited for this game. I'm super excited. I think this is a game, if you're the Miami Dolphins, where it's not a statement game, meaning like, you know, kind of like when we beat the Bills, where it's like, hey, we can beat the better teams. But it's a statement game because, you know, my philosophy on football is with good teams, you are supposed to win half of the matchups against the teams that you aren't going to beat. You are supposed to destroy and dominate the teams that you are supposed to beat. And I think with this game against the Detroit Lions, this is one of those games where like, I know the spread right now is three and a half points uh, favoring the Dolphins, but I think it's a little disrespectful. I know the Dolphins have lost uh, three games uh, when Tua wasn't there, but like, Again, you lost your starting quarterback. You look at the cornerback situation with only Xavier playing sometimes. Teron Armstead was in and out of the lineup. Austin Jackson's injured. Like, there was so much stacked against the Dolphins to where, like, I really, I do believe that the Dolphins are better than four and three. I think if you, you know, held a gun to my head, I would say, like, the Dolphins, if Tua was fully healthy, are, we're looking at a six and one football team. I fully believe that. Um, but nonetheless, the Dolphins are four and three. We're heading uh, into Detroit, a team that's one in five. Um, yet again, another year where like they're one of the worst, if not the worst, teams in football. Um, and again, three and a half points to me is just like I don't know. It's a little disrespectful, and that's why I feel like this is one of those games where the Dolphins have to come out and state their dominance. You know, you look at the really good teams: the Bills, the Chiefs, the Eagles. Um, trying to think of the other teams, maybe even the Ravens. Like when they play bad teams. Obviously, you beating them is, I mean, if you beat them by three points, it's like no one cares. But you have to handily beat them in order to make a statement. This is one of those games that the Dolphins need to come out. You have Teron, you have Xavier. The roster should be the healthiest it's been basically since that week three game where Tua was the last game Tua played. This is the healthiest your roster has been. So you need to come out and make a statement. You need to come out and win by double digits. You need to come out and show we are four and three and the Lions are one and five. And so heading into this game, let's look at, you know, some of the statistics, Dolphins versus Lions, where the Dolphins struggle, where the Lions, I think, can have success. And let's start first on the offense, because I think something was left to be desired last week against the Steelers. As someone who was at the game, I can tell you this, the first quarter of Dolphins football everyone in the stadium that was a Steelers fan looked like they just got told that they lost their job and got broken up within the same day. Like they looked miserable because the Dolphins were doing whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted on offense. And I think a lot of us, including myself, were like, man, oh my God, like this is what Tua brings to the table. And then in the last three quarters, like, I don't know if it was lack of creativity and play calling, if it was Tua just, you know, The Steelers settling in, making adjustments, and Tua just being rusty in his first game back. I don't know what it was, but the Dolphins were a lot more rusty in the last three quarters. And so, you know, I kind of want to start there because the defense is the defense. I feel like they haven't really changed much this season. They kind of are what they are. 
But the Dolphins' offense, I want to start with that because I think they're, even though we've had success, even though, you know, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell are two of the top five receivers and receiving yards this season, like the end of the day, you have a lot left to be desired. I don't think there's any Dolphins fan out there that thinks like this is the best the Dolphins offense could be. And we got to start off when we talk about this matchup with the running game. You know, Mike McDaniel coming from San Francisco, coming from the Shanahan run scheme, where it's probably the best and most successful run scheme there is in the NFL. And, you know, I think a lot of us expected there to be more in the running game. Um, I, I can't really include myself in that, mainly because, you know, a run game starts with the offensive line. And I didn't really think the Dolphins did enough in the offseason to have one of those dominant run game type of styles like the 49ers had last year. But nonetheless, if you can get that run game going, I mean, guys, with the the threat that Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle have, take it from someone, and I didn't realize this when I was watching games on TV, but like in this system, guys are running wide open right now. And that's really without the threat of a run game. The Dolphins right now are averaging 85.4 run yards per game. That puts them at fourth last in the NFL, 29. Okay, the only teams worst, the Colts, Rams, and Bucks. Three teams that I didn't really think would be at the bottom, but nonetheless, Dolphins are one of the worst teams in the league at running the football, okay? However, you're going against a defense on Sunday with the Detroit Lions that, get this, are giving up 162.8 yards rushing per game, only ahead of the Houston Texans who are giving up 164.7. So you're going against the second to last rush defense in the NFL. If there's a week that we're going to look back on at the end of the season and say that was the week that the Dolphins run game started to pick up, or that was a game where the Dolphins run game really carried this offense, it's this week. Because when you're going against a team that's averaging, giving up 162.8 yards rushing per week, I mean, you got to take advantage of that. And so Mike McDaniel, you know, I'm looking at him as someone who is a run game specialist, did that in San Francisco. And I think really, guys, looking at the run game, there's been weeks where I'm like, man, if there was just one correct block or man, if he just breaks this one tackle and doesn't get tripped up. I mean, there's been a couple of plays the last like three, four weeks where I'm like, Mostert could have hit that for a 75 you know, yard touchdown. But it's just been little things here and there. And I think for the Dolphins to have easy success, especially against the Detroit team that's giving up so much rushing yards per game, you got to start with the run game in this one. I don't think this is going to be the game where you need to go out and just light the Detroit Lions pass defense on fire. However, if you're wondering, the Detroit Lions are giving up 250 yards per game passing. Um it's it's kind of it, it's towards the bottom of the NFL. Uh, it's certainly not the worst, but it's not the best. However, I just think, man, like when I look at the offense and I look at how much success the passing game has had, even without a run game. I mean, this is one of those games where I think if the Dolphins can be physical and run down the Detroit Lions throw and just be physical ground pound with the football, I think this is one of those games where you could see Raheem Mostert 120 yards, um, you know, and with that setting up play action to having a phenomenal day. I mean, there's no reason why in this game, if you establish that run game, the Dolphins can't score 30, 40 points, especially against, again, 
against, I'm trying to uh, see right now as far as total when it comes to defense. I mean, the Detroit Lions are the worst defense in the NFL right now. They are statistically the worst defense in, in the NFL. Yards per game, they give up 412 yards per game. Points per game, they give up. This can't be, this can't be true. The Detroit Lions are giving up 32. This can't be real. That's, that's impossible. I'm seeing this right now live. The Detroit Lions are giving up 32.3 points per game. Like I didn't, is, I can't even believe that's a real statistic. I mean, the next closest team that I can see is like the New Orleans Saints are giving up 28.3 points per game. But like, oh my God, giving up 32.3 points per game on average is atrocious. I mean, I'm trying to see the Miami Dolphins are giving up 23 which isn't the greatest, but like giving up 32 points per game, that's what I'm saying. Like if the Dolphins can establish a run game, it's over. It's over. I think even if they can establish a run game, just based off of, you know, the, you look at this Dolphins offense, it's Tyree Kill, fake to Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, fake to Tyree Kill. You know, it's Jalen Waddle over the middle, but oh my God, now you have Tyree Kill over the top with a deep post. Oh, you're worried about the, the go route to Tyree Kill? Well, now you have Jalen Waddle, and now you're worrying about both of them? Well, you have Mike Kosicki or Raheem Mostert out of the backfield. It's just, I think offensively, again, if you can get this run game going, and it's not specific to the lines, but if you can get this run game going, I mean, my goodness, the possibilities are endless with this offense. Um, but, you know, for whatever reasons, whether it's going against teams with better fronts, going against, you know, teams when your offensive line is injured, Teron Armstead's in and out of the lineup, Liam Eikenberg's not playing well, the whole situation at right tackle, whether it's Brandon Shell, Greg Little, Austin Jackson's out. Like, for whatever reason, the Dolphins' offensive run game hasn't been going and luckily, you have the playmakers in, in Hill and Waddle to make do. But I think if this Dolphins offense wants to be contenders and wants to be up there and consistently win games, kind of like you're seeing with the Eagles, where it's just like they're just consistent week in and week out, you have to establish the run game. And I'm a huge believer in confidence and like, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Momentum. And so this is one of those weeks where you build the confidence in the O-line, you build that momentum, you get a good run game going and carry that out into the second half of the season. So that's my number one thing. That's my number one thing in this is you have to establish a run game because even though I think the Dolphins can win without it and win with the normal run game that we've had the last, what, seven weeks, I mean, again, this is one of those games that the Dolphins need to come out and you need to win 31 to 14. You need to dominate. And I think the easiest way to do that is, again, if you can establish that run game, I mean, again, look at that. They're giving up 32 points per game, 412 yards against one of the most explosive offenses without a run game. I mean, damn. Again, I think and I, and I think if I'm saying that as someone who doesn't know a lot about football compared to the head coach, I'm sure they're thinking the same thing. And the, and the Detroit Lions defense, I will say this, even though that they do give up 32.3 yards per game or points per game and 412 yards per game, I think they do have a very physical defensive line, you know, especially with Aiden Hutchinson being the new draft pick from this past year. I think they do have a very physical front and the best way to combat that is to be even more physical. And I think if the Dolphins kind of go into it saying, we're going to run, we're going to pound the ball, we're going to take away their manhood and just run it down their throats, that's how you take a defense like that and kind of take away the aggression and the dominance. Um, so yeah, if there's a number one key, it's going to be that. 
And then the number two thing, and this is really something I'm probably going to say every week is, look, two has got to limit the turnover plays. Um, there were like five plays last week. I, re- I went back, rewatched film, and because, you know, obviously being, whether you're watching the game on TV or you're at the game like I was, you're kind of caught up in the heat of the moment. But I was like walking away from the game. I was like, man, there was like, I feel like there was like three or four interceptions that Tua threw that were just dropped. And it turned out to be five. There were five interceptions that would have been interceptions, but the Steelers dropped. And it's like, you can't do that. I don't care if you're playing the Steelers, the Bills, the Jaguars, the Lions, the Texans. I don't care who it is. At the end of the day, you cannot turn the ball over. And I don't know if it was rust. Um, I have way more respect for the Steelers defense coaching and players and personnel than I do the Lions but nonetheless you got to limit the turnovers and even though they didn't have as many turnovers you got to limit those type of plays because you're not going to get lucky every week and have five dropped interceptions so again my my two main things when it comes to the Dolphins offense is going to be number one run the football this is how you build confidence this is how you build mojo and momentum for the next coming games you you dominate the the weak teams and limit the turnover plays. Even though we didn't have turnovers, there were plenty of turnover-worthy plays. You got to limit those. And I think Tua, it being his second week back, you know, it's not Sunday night football. He's not playing against Brian Flores trying to prove something. I think he'll settle in, breathe, calm down, and I think he'll have a much more efficient, much better game. Now let's go to the other side of the football. Dolphins defense. So the Dolphins defense statistically... If we're looking at overall defense, the Dolphins have the 21, 21st ranked defense in the NFL. When you talk about, and mainly that's looking at yards per game, how much yards per game you're giving up. But the Dolphins are giving up 358 yards per game, and they're giving up 23.6 points per game. And this has not really been anything new. I think maybe the points per game has gone up. But really, if you look at the Jets and how they ran the score up at the very end and the um, Ravens game where they scored like, I think, 38 points, those have really overinflated it. But you look at the Patriots game, seven points. You look at, um, you know, I'm trying to uh, the Bengals game, 26 points. You look at last week, it was 10 points against the Steelers. You look at the Vikings, I think it was like 20 six or 25 points like the Dolphins live somewhere around like the 18 to 20 points per game uh you look at the Bills 17 points it's like the Dolphins defense has been pretty good and that's with all the injuries and I think now you know Xavier Howard is getting back um to healthy I don't know whatever you would consider that with him uh Noah Igbenogany last week was getting torched but at the end of the day he made a play and that's going to give him confidence Cater Kohu, Keon Crossin, um, Justin Bethel, you know, I think they're good depth guys that are going to come back with their health. And Jalen Phillips now we're seeing they're doing what they did last year, which leads me to a question that I'll ask here. They're, they're not dropping him back in coverage as much. And my question is, if you did that last year and you saw it didn't work, and then as soon as you stopped dropping him coverage, dropping him in coverage, he started playing better. Why didn't you start there this season? Like, where was the lesson? Where where was the disconnect? And that's my issue I have sometimes with this coaching staff is the stubbornness to not admit, hey, this isn't working, let's change it. Because last year you saw dropping him in coverage is not ideal. And people can say whatever they want. They can get on here and argue with me and DM me all you want. From, from what I know, Josh Boyer wasn't calling plays in the second half of last season. 
So when they stopped dropping him in coverage, it wasn't his call. And that leads me to believe that this year they started dropping him in coverage because that's what Josh Boyer wanted. And now he himself is realizing that's not the way to go. They're not dropping him as much in coverage, and he's just been dominant. I mean, tackles for loss, just running all over the field as a QB spy, sacks. He's been dominant. But you're now going against a Detroit Lions offense that I'm going to give you five seconds. How how good do you think the Detroit Lions offense is? Where do they rank? Okay, the Detroit Lions have the fourth best offense in the NFL behind the Bills, who are one, the Chiefs, two, and the Saints, who are at three. And if you're wondering, uh, just for S&Gs, the Dolphins are at, let's see, 10. Dolphins have the 10th best offense, okay? So the Bills have, or the Bills, the Lions are averaging 395 yards per game, 249 passing yards per game, and 145 rushing yards per game, with a 224.3 points per game average. So overall, this Detroit Lions offense, like you may not view them as a high-powered offense, but they are. And they've gone against some teams like the Eagles, um, I mean, you look at the Patriots, they didn't score a point against the Patriots. So, you know, considering they scored zero points against the Patriots and their points per game is still 24, like this is a high powered offense. And so they've gone against some good defenses. Uh, and I think that this is a game where you can't take them lightly, even though the Detroit Lions are one in five, they're one of the worst teams in the NFL again. Um, you can't take them. You can't take them lightly especially from the defensive side of the ball where you as a defense give up a lot of points per game. That's how it's always been. You're a bend, don't break defense. So you give up a lot of points or a lot of yards, but not a lot of points. And so first off, kind of like, um, you know, I was talking about with the Dolphins offense, but now as far as the Dolphins defense, you have to stop the run. Okay. The Detroit Lions on average run 145.7 yards per game. And so, you know, it doesn't take, you know, a rocket scientist to figure out when you go into these games, you have to figure out what do these guys do well and what do they not do well. And when I see 145.7 yards per game rushing, it tells me that these guys like to play smash mouth football. They want to run it down your throats and they want to dominate. I mean, we know that from Dan Campbell, the, you know, two ass cheeks and a, a toe or I don't even know what the hell he was talking about. But he's one of those types of coaches where he wants to be, he wants to out physical you as a team. And so that's why I said for the Dolphins offense, you need to combat that by doing the same thing. You need to run it down their throats and be super, super physical. And so when you look at the Dolphins defense, I think the key to this is going to be stopping that run game. Because I'm like, if you take away that run game, and I'm going to sound like Omar Kelly here, I'm sorry, but if you take away. That, that Detroit Lions run game, I don't think that Jared Goff, with the weapons that they have, especially Amon Ra, Ra St. Brown being out of the lineup in and out throughout the year, Jameson Williams still isn't going to come back. Like, there's no one really on their team that scares you, even with our weakened secondary. And so, like, again, the, the Detroit Lions, they're going to try to come into this game and they're going to try to run the ball down our throats and try to score a lot of points and control it, keep it low scoring. So for the Dolphins on defense, the number one people that are going to be important in this game is that front seven, especially you look at Raekwon Davis, 
Zach Sealer, Christian Wilkins. Uh, and, you know, I don't know if Emmanuel Ogba is coming back uh, this week, but if it's Andrew Van Ginkle, Jalen Phillips, Landon Roberts, like you got to secure that run game. Because I do believe that the Detroit Lions have a decent offensive line. Like they have a top half of the NFL offensive line. And so they will definitely try to run the football. And I think that the Dolphins overall this year have been better. I mean, I don't want to go too far in saying that, but I think they've been better at stopping the run. I think that the Dolphins right now have like the seventh ranked run defense in the NFL. They only give up 103 yards. Um, So, you know, again, I think that if you can keep that Detroit Lions run game to a minimum, I don't trust Jared Goff against this defense and Josh Boyer to outsmart them, outplay them, especially when the Dolphins defense has gone against teams like the Bills and given up only 17 points, you know? And I look at the Jets game and I'm like, I know we gave up 40 points, but no one in their right mind, if you were actually watching the game, that was an overinflated score. The Dolphins on average are giving up somewhere around 20 points. So again, I think if you can make the Detroit Lions... Um, you know, just take away that run game and make them, you know, a one-headed beast, I think you're going to have a lot of success. And so overall, when I look at this matchup between the Dolphins and the Detroit Lions, you'll remember at the very beginning, I said, I think the Dolphins are going to win. And here's why. At the end of the day, when I look at this game, um, Obviously, I, I don't think this will be a trap game because the Dolphins are in a place to, to be trapped. I mean, like we're four and three and we lose one game like the We're third in our division. You know, the Patriots are going to play the Jets. If the Patriots can beat the Jets and you can win this game, you're going to be the second best team. You're suddenly back in second place. Like, I don't think there's going to be a trap game, uh, especially since we lost three in a row. But like when I look at games like this, sometimes I feel like as fans, we overcomplicate it and we get nervous because we're like, God, I hope we don't lose to the Lions. But like there's no avenue where I look at it and I'm like, the Dolphins should lose. Okay, you want to go from personnel. I mean, I don't really think there's uh, uh, anything close on the roster as far as talent. Like I think overall you look at playmakers, whether it's on the defense or offense, and the Dolphins just have way better playmakers everywhere. And then on top of that, when you add the coaching standpoint in, like, do we think it's close? I mean, do we expect Josh Boyer and Mike McDaniel to be outcoached and outschemed by Dan Campbell? I don't. I don't. I think last week, even though we won, was kind of like, oh, like we need to be better because we almost lost that game. I think it was one of that for the coaches and for the players. And I just, again, I... I'm not saying that's a guarantee that the Dolphins will win, but I just can't see this talented of a team with this smart of an intricate X's and O's coaching staff, whether it's Josh Boyer or Mike McDaniel, being outcoached and outschemed by Dan Campbell. I don't. Like the, the, the Detroit Lions are very vanilla offense and defense. And I think that, you know, with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, when you're, if you can establish that run game, I think it's just going to be too much for the, for the Detroit defense. You know, worrying about Jalen and Tyre. Like, they're not the Steelers. They're not the Bills. They don't have this complex defense. They give up a lot of points per game. And so I think with that offense, you know, kind of last week not being as good as they want it to be, Tua coming back in his second week, I think the offense is going to come out swinging. 
Um, and I think it's just going to be too much for the Detroit Lions. And I think they're going to have to get away from that run game early on, whether it's the Dolphins stopping it or it's just being too high of a score. And I think once you put Jared Goff against this defense, against Josh Boyer, and you let this defense be what it is at its best, which is pin your ears back and let the cornerbacks do their job with Javon Holland now in prime time mode. Um, Xavier Howard was clamps all of last week. They barely threw his way. I think it's just going to be too much for the Lions to overcome. So overall, just recapping everything that we talked about on offense, Dolphins are going to need to establish the run. This is going to be the game where you get that mojo, get that momentum for the rest of the season against a bad team that gives up 164 yards per game rushing, something around there, and limit the turnover worthy plays mainly from Tua. And then on defense, stop the run and uh, try to apply as much pressure as possible. And, you know, I love when they're able to just apply pressure with four and then mix in like a blitz of five or six here and there. But I think regardless, this team isn't one of those teams where like they have God knows what at wide receiver. Um, So I think it's one of those games where, again, just play smart, sound defense, apply pressure, try to integrate little blitzes here and there, but just play smart, sound defense. And I think you're going to be fine. At the end of the day, in most of these games, talent wins at coaching and at personnel. And when you have better talent, you have better coaching. I think you're, you're going to win more games than not. Okay. So overall, let's go with the score of this game. So as I said, it's a three and a half point favor for the Dolphins. And I think it's a little disrespectful. The Lions are one in five. Not only are they one in five, but they've just been one of the worst teams in the NFL for the last like two, three years. Um, They're giving up 32 points a game against, uh, I didn't even mention this, but the Dolphins have, uh, in case you were wondering, the Dolphins pass offense, by the way, is third in the NFL, only behind the Bills and the Chiefs. So that's how good their pass offense is, even without a run game uh, and the play action. But like, again, you're going against a Detroit Lions team that gives up 32 points per game. They know their season's over. I mean, Dan Campbell, the the ownership said, like, we have full faith in our coaching. That's never a good sign. That never means, like, things are going well down there. I think if the Detroit Lions lose, I'm not sure when their bye week is, but Dan Campbell could get the boot maybe at the bye week. Like, I just don't really see it with the Lions. I think between how many points per game they give up, the Dolphins obviously needing to win this, especially if the Patriots can beat the Jets. Dolphins can be second again in their division. Um, I think this is a game that the Dolphins win, and I think that they realize, like, we need to win this handily. And this isn't the Dolphins of the past where you get nervous about these types of games. I think we've seen that this year with Tyreek, the confidence he's brought, Teron Armstead, the mojo that this coaching staff has with the players. This isn't the Dolphins of past, and I don't think this is going to be a game that the Dolphins, like, end up losing. I'm going to pick the Dolphins to win handily in this Again, Detroit Lions giving up 32.3 points per game uh, against an offense that I think is going to have a fire lit under their ass after the performance last week. I'm going to take the Dolphins to win um, 38-21 to against the Detroit Lions. That's my final prediction. 38-21 Dolphins win. We'll be 5-3 um, heading into uh, your game against the Bears and then the Browns and then the Houston Texans. And the Dolphins are a better team than all three of those. And again, like I said, tying it into the beginning, the good teams dominate the bad teams. 
And if you as the Dolphins want to consider yourself or show people that you're a good team, you don't barely beat the Lions. You go out, you dominate them, and that then gives you confidence and momentum heading into the rest of your schedule. And that's kind of like if you look at how it was last year when the Dolphins played all those bad teams. And if you look at college football teams, they always start off the season. They try to with easy games or homecoming. They try to play easy teams because it gives you confidence and it builds up that that uh, confidence and momentum in your football team. This is one of those games. Go out. Don't take them lightly. Destroy them. And head into the next three games with that confidence, with that sense of momentum, because again, these next four games, Lions, Bears, uh, <laughs> Lions, Tigers, and Bears, so I feel like I'm saying, the Lions, the Bears, the Browns, the Texans, those are four winnable games. Those are four games that every single one of those you should be favorited in. And so if you can take this seriously, and if you can dominate the teams you're supposed to, you can head out of this eight and three, which after starting three and three, that's phenomenal, Okay. Eight and three, 11 games into your season, you head into your bye week, and now we're cooking. Now we're cooking with gas, okay? So, again, that's my overall score protection prediction. I think the Dolphins are going to win 38 to 21 against the Detroit Lions. I'm not going to the game, obviously. I probably won't be any other game this season, um, but I'll be watching from home and I will do a reaction video on Monday about the game. Hope to talk to you guys next time talking about a Dolphins win. Stay safe. Enjoy the game. Fins up. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air. We're on the ground. We're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami Dolphins.